Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast is brought to you by Frank Strong's Craft Brewed Alcoholic Lemonade. Hey guys, it's the Thinker Girls Pod channel. Welcome to our new home, basically. We're very excited to be here. Um, All week we're talking our lives, your lives, our guests' lives, and we will get to our guest, Jess Harris, very soon. But the pod channel, just in case you weren't familiar, is going to be a brand new space with all different shows, which we're launching across the week, covering all the different types of things that we overshare, a bit of pop culture and a bit of... Bit of stuff about what you want to hear. But basically, it means that there is one place and a one-stop shop as to where we will be hanging with heaps of different shows throughout the week with all different colours and conversations that means they're not confined to one little bit that we can continue to chew the fat throughout the week on them too. Uh, I am Stacey June, in case you're wondering. And I'm Christy Mercer, and we're very, very glad to be here too. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. No, to consider, <laughs> no, to continue on some conversations that, as you said, Stace, Ep 1, we kicked off. We can chuck the link for that in show notes in, just in case you missed it. Go back to the beginning, well, i.e. one day ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yesterday's podcast. <laughs> now, what you can expect from this podcast is our chat with somebody that's joining us for the first time this week. And we're interested, as you know, in talking to women that are doing incredible things uh, behind the camera, in front of the camera, uh, in women's health, in politics. I even had a bit of a lead um, on a, a really interesting person to talk to in um, in animal science Mush, a couple wow. of days ago. So it'll be so it'll be so fun to be able to explore having actual big conversations with people on this show. And as you may have read in a lot of our information, also we are inviting dudes. So tuck yourselves in because today's episode is going to be fun. But there are so many different things to expect from from the channel. So we're going to keep you guessing. Let's say that. Yeah. Much. Not to mention you keep us guessing. Let us know what you want to talk about too. But um, let's chat about Jess Harris, the chick that's going to be joining us um, in T-minus seven seconds. She's just brought out um, a brand new web series, which is aptly titled Wine. And I feel like so many people, chicks in particular, are going to watch this and go, it's like somebody's put a secret camera, one of those GoPro things, on a Friday a night out yeah. with my friends. This isn't a conversation that everyone's having. This is my exact conversation. We'll throw it up on uh, Facebook. Um, but, it, yeah, Wine, the byline, a bottle shared is a bottle halved. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> this girl um, has been a friend and I've known her for many, many years. She's also been on episodes uh, of our oldie, our oldie podcast that you can go back and listen to. But she's really inspiring to me because there's just not many people I've had in my experience to get their hands dirty 
you know, behind the camera and in front of the camera. And Jess has always been um, a huge creator in the business, but has always written her own stuff. And so she's a bit of a triple threat. And this is no different with this series. Not to mention, she's done it for a very long time. Well, 20 something Mm. was an ABC series that she wrote with her best mate, Josh. And that is now uh, airing on Netflix. So you can check that out yourself. I only just started watching that last year. It's very good. It's really funny. It's very funny. Hamish is in it. Hamish... Blake and there's a few other little Aussie celeb pop-ups that are little. I well, mean, that's a fairly if big If I'm one. Hamish Blake. That's fairly big. Yeah. And he was a lot bigger in that series, P.S. What do you mean? Like he's, he just in... had a ba- this round baby face. Oh. We're like, whoa. He's he a big man. He's, he's a actually big, quite a big but man. He's like, in, like in particular in this series, I was like, I forgot that Hamish Blake looked like that. Like, it's still him. Like what? Well, he just looks very, very young. Like, he looks almost like he's going through puberty (laughs) with, like, a round kind of puppy fat cute face. Puppy fat cute face. (laughs) We'll have to pass this on to him. Do you know that uh, Jordan, our podcast producer, said we should try and get them on because now we're not at rival stations? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, it's not going to help our chances. A puppy fat cute face. I said it was cute. Yeah. Puppies are cute. Puppy ca- Everyone goes through that stage. I did. You would have. Where your face is just like, I'm Ballooned. not saying it's fat. It just looks Swollen. rounder. There's just more yeah. stuff hanging off the bones or something. When I was a baby and when I lived in London. That could have oh. been from the copious amount of snake bites I had. But that's another story. So Jess, as we said, uh, Jess Harris is an actress, a comedian. Uh, she is known for her roles in 20-something It's a Date, um, which is Peter Hallier's uh, series on the ABC. And, of course, Wine, A Bottle Shared is a problem. Halved. Welcome to the show, Jess. Thanks for having me, girls. Oh, this is um a new a new lounge room setup for us. Oh, it's very intimate on our end, anyway. Our, our mouths are about five centimeters apart, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> Just when you think we couldn't get any closer, welcome. <laughs> well, I think last time we all chatted, you were both in separate states, and I was hiding down a laneway on a break from work. So <laughs> that <this> feels <laughs> a lot more <laughs> in control. Jess, remember yeah. the chick was calling you? I remember you like, oh, the bitch is calling me. It's my I've, got like, I've gone over forty-five because we're like, we'll keep it to half for she's. <laughs> And then, of course, gas bag away. I know. It wasn't, it was me that was bringing it down the standards, not you guys. I think, Stacey, you were drinking a beer and eating a burger. Like, you were oh, yeah. all Actually, no. the life. That a runner brought in for of us. Of alert goes back down. I had someone brought <laughs> yeah. in, bring in a yes. cheeseburger and not just any beer, a craft beer, ladies. Oh, babes, yeah. it's a fall from grace. <laughs> I've offered her, I've offered her a coffee and today. That's it. Instant, that's all you're getting. Instant coffee, I'm sure. I'll still. <laughs> nah, no fuck. Even when I was regional radio, I wasn't sporting instant that can get fucked oh, that's <laughs> shocking <laughs> nurse calf catch up we'll never be that low <laughs> i don't hate it every now and again an instant for me is a little cheap buzz i don't mind it um we want to talk to you about wine it's yes. a, a web series that you've dropped a few weeks ago. You actually spoke about it on a past podcast. We will put that podcast number up in our show notes. Yeah, it's an oldie app, so yeah, we can click yeah. right through. That was a banger episode. It was, and you were speaking about it way back then, but now it's launched. You said that yeah. we would uh, thoroughly enjoy it and that that was all you told us really <laughs> about it at the time, and then you released a series called Wine. <laughs> we're like... <laughs> it's all starting to make sense. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's so literal. It's just that's the, you know the title we didn't get to. We actually were going to call it This Is Us, but then there's that Channel mm-hmm. 10 show that's called that. 
And that, that's oh, yeah. covering a few, that old few big topics. <laughs> Interracial families, adoption, that, yeah. just to name a few. Our little web series about two women drinking wine, not going to challenge that series. <laughs> no, no. And so how did you and the other girl, um, Emily, that yeah. you do it with, like, yeah. where do you start creating a web series? And to be, And to be more, I guess, intrigued into this, how do you get something like, that up yeah cool well em and i met working on a sketch show a couple of years about two years ago where i was writing for it and she was an actor on it and emily's hilarious she's so funny she's on mad as hell she's she's done heaps of comedy work over over the years and so they sort of teamed her and i up for me to write some stuff for her and i've worked in hospitality most of my adult life and I, I love eavesdropping on people's conversations and especially groups of women and they love you know, getting on the wine, but there's always that little dance before they get the wine that's sort of whether they're going to get a bottle or if it's going to be a glass and I won't have one unless you're having one and it's sort of like this little thing that happens every time and um, I just found that really funny. So I wrote a sketch about that and um, which Emily performed and that got heaps of hits online and got shared a lot with everyone saying, oh, my God, this is you, this is me, this is us. And mm. um, it was it sort of tapped into a real sort of community of women that we all get together and catch up and have a have a wine and debunk the week. And Emily and I became sort of like new best friends. And we, you know, when you find a new girlfriend and they don't know all your stories, they don't know all the past heartbreaks, all the flings. It's all the, the best. That's very similar to Christina. Yeah. Well, sometimes that can it can be slightly frustrating when you're like, oh. You wished that you could have someone go, oh, yeah, I remember that story. But at the same time, I think that's pretty awesome because there's shit to talk about. Yeah, over when the you wine get to things. your 30s, you're looking for fresh meat. Yeah. Like, I love my old yet. faithfuls, mm. but you do, like, you've got a set routine with them. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Which can be really lovely and familiar and, you know, so comfortable. But there's something, yeah. Which I crave most of the time, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. I mean, I crave you too, Mess, but you're in front of my fucking face every day. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You've become familiar. <laughs> working together puts a big strain on uh, a relationship. Wasn't I before though? Yeah. What did you say, Jess? Oh, working together with a with a bestie you can put a lot of strain on it, but it's also fantastic. So how did you guys go um, well, working so together we new, once you got into the heat of it? New best friends and we'd always catch up and have a wine. And when you find someone that loves to have a wine with you, that's that's a great win too. With um so we would mm. catch up and sort of bonded over that and a lot of the the things was sort of if you've got someone to say like a story about you know slipping over nude or being you know caught yelling at a Mikey inspector if you're having a wine and you're telling a friend <laughs> it's, it's sort of funny you can have a laugh but so we would just sort of share those moments throughout the week that were accumulating and and have a good laugh about it over a wine and it just dissipates it so we thought this is something in this this is really funny and it would make you know we want to girls to all go oh my god that is so us and to have a good laugh about it and to sort of it's, it's so, so bloody relatable yeah. though it like funny. it's nuts uh we'll throw it up all over our socials this week so look out for the different clips but i think the interesting thing i 
looked at as well, mm. which of course I have to psychoanalyze it. It's a fucking comedy, yeah. but uh, here I am going. Guys aren't sitting there for a beer going, cheers, I'll only have one if you oh, have totally. one. No, it's Why women. It's we... such a guilt yeah, thing. Absolutely. Why do we do that? Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's You need permission. It's definitely a, a guilt thing. And that was what that caused me to initially sort of explore the area and, and have a bit of fun with it and sort of shine a light on it and sort of to see it back on yourself. Some people have almost gone, oh, that's too real. It's or it's, it's sort of uncomfortable, but it's, it is the permission. Girls need permission and they need to know they're not doing uh, doing it by themselves and that might look like, oh, 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 am I the drunk? Am I the drunk of the group if I'm the one wanting? But as soon mm, as, seriously. you know, Sally and Joe say, yeah, I'll have one, you're like, oh, great, all right, well, we may as well get a bottle then. And it's just yeah, it's that share. It's the sharing of everybody yeah. else wanting to be doing the same thing that then encourages your yes. Yeah. If that's Whereas really guys what you want. that are the the bad drunks have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there's like, still a level of self awareness, even if you're not really liking it. No, I think we overcompensate, like we overthink it. Whereas it goes the absolute extreme. The dude that is actually drinking to the oblivion would have no concept that they're annoying af yeah i I mean i think that goes into a different territory but i think if you there's one person that's that's standing out as opposed to a whole group but i think guys just are a bit more and look girls can be like this too but i think they're like should we get one yeah of course we're getting one let's go for it rather than there's some sort of little dance that the girls do all knowing that you're going to get a bottle I know, you know, we all know, but we still do the whole, shall we, should we, let's do it. So it's just sort of a little. So <laughs> true. That... You know you're going to end up getting oh, one anyway. absolutely. You what? know you're going yeah. to. It's just a sort of little um, mm. formula, little rites of passage to get there. Let's hold things there for a sec, guys. We need to take a break. A message from the people that are helping us put this pod channel together. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big-game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. 
Ugh, we live for weekends, especially Saturdays. Sleeping in, staying up late. Daydreaming, adventure-seeking. That's right, all play and no work. But we believe your skin should feel as good as you do when you wake up refreshed. Happy, healthy and bright. Yeah, developed to reveal your clearest, dewiest complexion, Saturday skin is basically a weekend in a bottle. Make every day your Saturday with Saturday Skin. It's available at Maya or you can buy it at www.saturdayskin.net. Plus, you can use the promo code TG in capitals for your 10% discount. Jess, we've, we've uh, opened up this week. It's our yeah. first week of the pod channel. With a couple of topics that we want to throw your way. Yeah. Um, but, Merce, it's you in particular. Like, I think it's your birthday mm. that's ma- it's on your mind this week. Yeah, it totally is, Jess. I reckon last time we spoke to you, mm-hmm. and like we said, we'll chuck that episode back in the show notes, the oldie app from a couple of months back. But I was in the thick of my breakup when I spoke to you, yeah. but I couldn't talk about it. Yeah. So it was. I feel like I was almost worse than the breakup itself after eight and a half years, that last 12 months of trying to fix it. But then kind of knowing that you're not going to be able to. Yeah. So it was just gagged and it was just, I was just constantly alluding to it without being able to, which was just suffocating. Anyway, Mm. next minute. I'm now single, very happy about it. But this will be my first birthday in almost nine years being single. And I'm not going to lie because I feel a little bit anxious about it. I'm like, you know. What do you? Who are you? Who are you going to spend it with? Do you go out for dinner? Like, what you know. do you guys reckon it is about? Like being single on your birthday that makes you anxious because you still have a birthday, you still are loved, you still have a drinks thing. Is it like the substantial present that's not coming your way, or? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, but I did think that when I had my big breakup, like it wasn't the main point, but I thought, oh, that's like a biggie that I've lost. I think the thing is, I'm not doubting that there's people around me that are special (laughs) and that I will receive love and maybe slightly less substantial present from, but it's, I think it's a lot of other people. I've had so many questions in the last couple of weeks, like, oh, your birthday's coming up. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do for your birthday? Are you going to go out for dinner? And then I'm like, oh, am I? I nah, I think you, I think you notice more questions when you're conscious of it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. How for old sure. are you turning? Uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. You're young. What do you reckon about twenty eight? Twenty eight. What were you? Where were you at twenty eight? Twenty eight was a, a pretty big year for me. So uh, I sort of think about is that often. Is it tw- is it like a sudden return year or something like that? Like is twenty eight supposed to be correct? Yeah. They Ask wide Oprah about it, everybody. Well, 28, certain return goes for different people different times, but from 28 to about 30, 31, it can yeah. happen. because 28 was when I started to feel a, a bit more secure in myself. Also, like 20-something, the series that I'd worked really hard on came out, but also my dad died that year as well. So it was like it, one of the biggest things professionally happening, uh, sitting directly on, alongside the worst thing that had ever happened. So I, it was a, a huge mm. year um, for me. So it's, yeah, it, I think it's a, a quite a transitional yeah. time, 28, 29, around those those last years of your 20s. They're, they're big years and they're, they're big years of change and, you, and you're working out, I don't know, where, where you want to be going in your 30s. And yeah, I found it I think they're some of the hardest years you can have. Yeah. I agree. Around I 28, changed, you Yeah. I changed my job the state that I lived in, my relationship, Mm. like everything at 28. So I completely understand. God, adding a loss of a parent onto that 
at that time with all that energy would have been intense and awful. Sorry to hear about that. But yeah, it's an interesting time for you because you're basically living that. Like it, like that is, everything's changed. Yeah, totally. I feel like my whole life, like if you told me this is where my life would be 12 months ago, I'd be like, what? That's, I can't Mm. imagine that. Like the person that you're with, you just kind of think that you're going to be with them forever. So there was a lot of my future that I was like, oh, that's a done deal. That's locked away, you know. And then, I don't know, a lot, a lot changed and all for good and all for the better. And I, to be honest, I think I'm probably the happiest I've ever been, but there's, I'm in a place where there's the least known about my future that I've ever been, which feels sometimes a tiny bit unsettling. But then, I don't know, I've at least can zoom out a bit and be like, I still, I love my life. Mm. I love my day to day. So I think sometimes saying that out loud, I feel a bit ungrateful. I'm a bit like, I don't want to say out loud that I feel a bit unsettled by it, or I'm a bit anxious about my birthday, because then... Someone might listen to that and think that, oh, but you've got all these good things and all the few, you know, like think of where you were 12 months ago. You're happier than you were then. I don't want one to cancel out the other. They kind of coexist together. Mm, Or they can. One doesn't have to cancel out the other. Things can be really hard but really good. That's how I feel. That's good. I reckon it's a trip out to think about what can happen in 12 months. I reckon after 28, like more jam packs into 12 months than I think ever in your 20s in maybe two or three years. Oh, yeah. Look at look at what can you can pack in in 11 months, babe. When you were saying 12 months ago... Yeah, She's engaged, 12. everybody. Go back to the episode <laughs> from the start of the week, our first catch-up, Ep 01. Which was hash- titled Getting Engaged, basically. It's like <laughs> so fucking terrifying to someone that didn't want to get married 12 months ago that now has opened a year of podcasts with the Engaged story. Like you, there's no way you could have – if you had have said to me where – we're leaving the radio station. Oh, shit, We're launching changed. another project. It's called a pod channel and the first episode will be you telling everyone how you got proposed to. I would have spat the Coca-Cola out. <laughs> if you want to know how the hell Stace landed on that and how the pro- proposal went down from somebody that wasn't interested in getting married circa 12 months ago, we'll pop that link in the show notes so you can go back and, and Jess, catch up. Are you are you an like? Is you're a are you a single girl? I am. Still? Yeah, 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 yeah. And are you? Do you have thoughts on what you would like? Should you meet someone? Because I feel like when I was single, which was for quite a long time, I refused to have expectations on that because I was like, well, I don't know who that person yeah, is. Totally. I, I think that's the thing. It's 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 really vulnerable to put yourself out there and say you want to get engaged or you want to get married, and when that feels like plucking something out of complete thin air and it can be a lot safer to say that's not for me that's not something I want because then you don't get disappointed and then people don't feel sorry for you well where are you at with that Jess do you say out loud like are you do you want to get married do you want to get engaged I've never wanted to get married but I've said that my whole life when I've been in relationships or out of relationships but again, it's something that intrigues me about myself of whether I, I want to know what it feels like to want to get married. But I, And also as well, I said I'd never get married unless everyone could get married. And now that that marriage equality has passed, mm. that sort of had shifted some things for me. Um, I felt really different yeah. after that too, i got to say. Mm. It, and it, it feels a, a lot more like something that I could feel comfortable doing, but I never would never would have done that and I know Stacey you were the same and so but for me it's just something I've never envisioned in my life and it's not but I want a a, a very like 
impactful, amazing relationship in my future. I've had one in my past feel like that was like a marriage in a lot of ways. We were together for 10 years. So feels like I want that. I want another relationship that's going to have a huge impact on me. But whether or not that is a marriage or anything is completely all up in the air. It's not the yeah, not something. It, yeah, it sounds like there's still a level of openness that, where you're like, look, I'm probably. It's not something that I dream about or envisage. But if I met somebody that really was gagging to do that, then maybe I'd be open to having conversation about it, which is kind of where you landed. Yeah. Well, next week we're going to cover that and how I did the marriage backflip yeah. because I think a lot of people are like, what? Yeah. A second ago you were like <laughs> Say what? saying everywhere you don't want to get married and now you put up this like lovely, you know, gooey post about being proposed to on New yeah. Year's Eve. But I got to say one thing, and I said this on uh, Monday show, I am so glad I decided to do a Jess. Like I just, I feel like I may have robbed myself from some really good stuff. Like, and that's not meaning everybody needs to do that to get the good stuff. Like you don't need to have that. But at the same time, in something that a lot of people feel very uniformed in mm-hmm. brings joy multiplied. Does that make sense? So I hate going into a box and I hate a lot of tradition and I'm not really that keen to follow the party where the masses yep. are going and that's sometimes probably my own bullshit authority rebellion crap. But at the same time, there's something that I got from this news from everybody around me that was so integrated and so collectively celebrated that I don't think could have had the same emotion or intention behind it if it was in a box that not many people were doing it. Well, I think because people love love, yeah, right? Yeah. So people want to put a title on it. So people understand that if you get married to someone, you love them. So they're like, oh, cool, now I'm on board with the level that you love him and the level that you love her. Before you were just telling me about it and that was good and I believed you, but now that there's the the idea of marriage attached to it, that's really love and I'm loved up that you're loved up. See, I don't. I don't like that that's – I don't like anybody feeling like they've got more love than another person because No, I just mean it's easily – people understand it more easily. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, also no. life's – Hey, speaking oh, – yeah. oh, no, I was going to say life's too short not so, to, to celebrate it. Like my little sister got married last year and it was such a gift and I'm so glad she did it and gifted that to our family as well that we are able to share all that. And my two sisters getting married, they're some of the best days of my life absolutely like why would you not create that sort of wonderful day yeah it's pretty unreal Mm. like I was kind of like oh if we do this we'll just elope in a couple months and then call it a day I was pretty (laughs) I was pretty chill and then it got bigger before it got back to probably a middle mark where I'm like all right let's have some kind of a party but let's get a balance of where we started and now where it could go. Let's find the middle of that because you can get fucking carried away (laughs) fast. My two besties were there at the proposal, but then in the next coming days, it's very easy to get carried away in that attention and that energy. Like, do you want to look for a dress? Do you have any idea of what you want? And they came from a place of love and you kind of go there with it. And anyway, we get back to Sydney and Ben was like, fucking hell, where's this gone? <laughs> like, remember how I, I had to talk you into marrying me for six yeah. months? Like, 
it was quite intense because we got so carried away I pulled off from conversations like yeah. I was like you shut them off, all down all for off a the while. table yeah, yeah that's right and so now I think as well especially for my best friend who I was uh, made of or matron of whatever I don't know what are the different you were the one that things? carried the dress train which I didn't well, even she had two she didn't choose there was no hierarchy oh, okay. so I don't really know who cares anyway I was one of those but I was we were 25 and it was so oh, exciting yeah. to be planning a wedding, especially at that age because you are still a little bit pretending oh, to yeah. be adults. But that's a good lesson, right, that you should look to the person that's getting married to see, to get their vibe. So well, if they're getting a bit like Ooh, overwhelmed, think, maybe pull back. No, but I think she thinks she owes me because of how much I gave her at her wedding time. So she's just like, kick to me, kick to me, here if you need, here if you need. Like any second I'm opening for any remote wedding conversation, she's like, okay, um, I could look up a link for you if you like. But her help might not be helping. Well, she's not allowed you. to help at yeah. the moment. I won't yeah. even open the combo. So that's my point. That is help. She mm. waits to get any kind of green light and then subtly is like, like Kino in three yeah. words. It's very interesting. Uh, it's it's actually the best because she's like a a bubble of love, just basically ready to she's burst. Like she's just a you. burst bubble. I reckon. Let's move on. But there's I'm right. happy. I've had a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> Convo over. Babes. I just went. Oh, I shouldn't feel. Uh, I'm getting a bit hot. It's very hot in here, though. <laughs> okay. Well, Jess, if you can stick around, we'd like to record. A, a posse podcast with you, which means that we're going to to take out of our gem jar one of the posse gems that has been sent through on Instagram by the name of Tash. Uh, Tash has dropped us a line to talk to us about, I guess, an issue she's having with her best friend. They're both single and it hasn't ended well, has it? No, because a hot guy's been involved. Mm. Maybe one that they're both hella keen on so that's what you can expect Woo! to hear on tomorrow's podcast you're happy to stick around and um guys posse will will play this for you on tomorrow's show okay all right we are going to pop all of the links for the new web series jess harris um has been behind written and also starting called wine up in the show notes as well as so chuck them across our socials this week it's freaking hilarious and you're going to love it yes wine web series jess harris is where you can find it on facebook jess it's been such a pleasure Oh, thanks, girls. That's very kind of you. If you do enjoy what you're hearing and have enjoyed the Thinking Laws pod channel so far, please let us know what you think. Subscribe uh, and leave a rating for us on iTunes. Jump on our website or our Facebook. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear what you think. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Posse, did you know that Christy and I are regulars on Sunrise? Yeah, girl, it's the best. And we bring you guys along with us, our Posse, every single week just by joining our Insta story. Yes, from the taxi ride there to the makeup chair and selfies with other amazing, talented Sunrise guests, we share it all. Yeah, make sure you head to the Thinker Girls on Insta and check out the updates every single Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll catch you there. This podcast is brought to you by Frank Strong, craft brewed alcoholic lemonade. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.